Chapter 1. It's All in Your Head You've probably heard this saying in the context of something imaginary, something that's not real. The sentiment behind it is sound, but reality actually makes it almost meaningless. Everything you experience, everything you see, hear, feel, and do, is all in your head. The only interface you have with reality is your mind. It filters every aspect of your existence, whether coming in or going out. It is the only constant in everything that happens to you and directly colors how you perceive and interact with the world. As has been mentioned in the introduction, the cause of a great deal of human suffering is the lack of control over our own minds. The primary cause of suffering is how we react to what we experience. Too often, it is out of our control. We allow ourselves to be carried away by negativity and become trapped in mental cycles that reinforce it. Without achieving mental mastery, we keep getting caught up in these cycles, telling ourselves that our woes are uncontrollable. The typical path to alleviating suffering and finding joy and peace is to attempt to attain it through external means. We seek pleasure, but once we've attained it, it soon becomes stale and we have to find something new. We are always striving for more and in the process, fail to appreciate what we have in the present. Second of all are the external manifestations of lack of inner control. We find it difficult to devote our focus to what we're doing at any one time, and hence fail to give our full attention to the things and people that deserve it. It causes us to act erratically and against our own consciences. How often have you done something and known in that moment that it was against your principles and you would later come to regret it and resent yourself, but gone and did it anyway? If you are human, this happens more times than you would like. Our minds govern our actions with relation to others, and our relationships suffer for our lack of control over them. We far too often fail to act ethically to each other and do not give those closest to us the love and appreciation they deserve. The only way to break out of these cycles is to achieve mastery over our own thoughts. The only way to counter suffering and negative emotions is by replacing them with better, more positive ones, or learning to separate yourself from thought and emotion altogether and experience true, complete tranquility for just a brief period. Control over your internal state naturally breeds control over the external. Your actions and interactions are wholly dependent on it. It is the key to finding happiness regardless of outside circumstances and learning to accept the way things are, even while working to achieve greater things and to discovering beauty and awe in even the most ordinary, everyday things. Through meditation and mindfulness, you will build your capacity to control your thoughts and become more present and aware in every moment of your life. The Mechanics of Mindfulness and Meditation to understand how mindfulness and meditation work, you have to first appreciate what thoughts, feelings, and consciousness are and how they relate to each other. Typically, we think of ourselves as possessing consciousness, as if it's possible to have any sort of corporeal existence without it. Think about that idea for a moment. Is there any possible way to be alive and human and not have consciousness? You might point to states that are described as being unconscious, sleep, being put under anesthesia, being knocked out by a blow, or falling into a coma. That term is misleading, though. Lack of responsiveness, 
does not equate to lack of consciousness, as the universal experience of dreaming reveals, as well as the less common but increasingly well-documented phenomena of near-death experiences and coma patients still having some awareness of what's going on around them. Brain scans of these states show that neural activity never ceases completely. It also stands to reason that in the extreme case of a person being reduced to a persistent, wakeful, but unaware state, it's not just consciousness that ceases, but that person's existence as well. What we can gather from this is that consciousness is not just a characteristic you possess, it is who you are. Thoughts and feelings are what we commonly misattribute to being who we are. Their very changeability and inconstancy ought to cause...